We here at Ragnarok would like to thank our patrons like Stephen Vest, Savari, Michael Hopkins, Michael Davis, Kelly K. Gilman, Yodlet, Brownie Davis, Chad Swenson, William Wilson, Carl Black, Steve Areza, I have no more names, Michael Drescher, James Burns, Dad Gunner. Thanks, everyone. Craig, 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 Craig. Hey, Craig. 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 Craig, Craig, Craig is Craig, awesome. Craig, 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 Craig. Craig, Craig. Craig. Hey, what, Craig. Is, what is Craig's little picture supposed to be? It's a little bear with a microphone. That's Craig. Yeah. It's just a picture of him. Yeah, it's that's like actually their icon. It's like a panda holding up fish, except it's not a panda and there's no fish. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another Ragnarok Quarren play. Uh, tonight, we are continuing our quarantine campaign of adventurers. This is big adventure. Uh, last time, uh, Sweethorn and, and his crew uh, toss, tossled with a, a troll on a bridge and outwitted him. Uh, then they made their way to the... Uh, well, first they, they got uh, beset by goblins while camping because someone did a really good job scouting the area. Um, and then they went to the Rising Falls where they got attacked by a mangler fish. That oh, was that was me. I, I scouted. I remember now. Wait, I thought the cat scouted. Yeah, no, that was me. I crit failed. Yeah, he got distracted by uh, catnip. There was a catnip plant there. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, no, I thought that was when I saw them come in early enough to wake everyone up. I mean, the the goblins were coming because of Ryan's failure. The question was who was go- when they were going to come. Oh. That's what you guys were rolling for during the, the watches at night. Uh, yeah, sleep. You guys were you guys are just like is is this a, a safe campsite, Mrs. Pockets? And I'm just like rolling around on the floor, like <laughs> yeah, sure. There's just totally. like tracks everywhere, just ignoring them. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> Wonderful. Have, have you seen this dirt? <laughs> it's real great dirt. Uh, yeah. So we ended on the shores of the, of the lake surrounding the Rising Falls, and uh, you had just finished. Did just defeated the manglerfish, and a freshwater mermaid and their uh, friends dragged the corpse of the manglerfish away to eat it. So, why don't we introduce our characters and we'll get going. We'll oh. go down the list, so let's start with Chris. Okay. All right. Let's start with Chris. Okay, no more rhymes? No more I'm... rhymes? We don't have times. Got it. <laughs> All right, well, I'm playing uh, Cinnamon, the lethargic messiah. His concept is that he's a shaman, and uh, he's a sloth man, which means he's bigger than a sloth, but smaller than a man, and quicker than a sloth, and slower than a man. <laughs> okay. Next Americ. up. Yeah, Americ. Yeah, Americ. Americ! Americ! I'm going to be playing Aya. Uh, she is a water nymph. Uh, she's got blue skin uh, that seems to shimmer a little bit. Uh, and she's got long hair and she's got clothes because people normally do that. Well, water nymphs don't normally do that, but she does because she's fitting in with the society here. And uh, she likes water. She's She has she could manipulate it and also breathe in it. Okay. I guess I guess uh, that it's my turn. Okay, so did he just cut off for anyone else? Yeah, he did. 
What? Okay, did I? Good. Not just me. Wait, what? Who did what now? Eric just cut off while he was speaking at the end, but that's okay. Are you are you so hearing me now? Drunk. Are you hearing yeah, me now? Hear I can okay. hear you now. It's Jums's turn. Yay, it's my turn. Hi, I am James. I am playing Bendwood Leafwind. He is a ranger, but he's also half elf and half ent. So a lot of times when he's just, you know, kind of just sitting there thinking about stuff or aiming uh, to take the perfect shot, uh, people walk up to him and try to take a picture with him because they think it's a really cool looking statue. Because he's he looks like he's an elf made out of wood, and uh, it it he's he's used to it at this point. Now it it, he, it barely phases him. Although sometimes when they try to do lewd gestures when he's doing stuff and they try to do that, that's when he gets a little upset because you know that's rude. You shouldn't do that to statues. Has he ever tried to uh, put down roots anywhere? Settle down. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, he's uh he's a wanderer. He he likes to go from place to place. But he he loves the Eversummer Woods. It's the most relaxing place he's ever been to. And uh the the the, the bar, the taverns, although they like to throw him out, um they they usually forgive in a in a, in a bit of time and let him back in. <laughs> ah, so he's a leaf on the wind. Yeah. Oh. All right. And last but not least, Thanks for making me sad right before I had to introduce myself, Alex. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, everybody. I'm Ryan. I'm going to be playing uh, Mrs. Pockets. Uh, she was an ordinary house cat uh, who is uh, the pet of a crazy wizard who accidentally transformed her into an anthropomorphic kitty cat. Um, she is I, – I forget if I, if I said that she was – I think I said I think I said she was a cow cat. Um, so she's, she's like white with, uh, brownish black blotches. Um, and, uh, she is kind of a sneak thief. Um, she's very nimble and light on, and, uh, uh, light on her feet. And, um, she is, uh, trying to, well, eventually, uh, find her master because when he transformed her into a anthropomorphic cat, uh, he teleported himself somewhere. Oh. Okay. So, uh, as I was saying before, we will pick up uh, on the shores of the lake that surrounds the Rising Falls. Uh, you're all wet, and some of you are covered in manglerfish blood and viscera. Um, some of you are probably also covered in a few bite marks and wounds, although none of you got eaten, so that's a that's a success. <laughs> Uh, Sweethorn is quietly sobbing uh, by the tree line. Uh, yeah. So, what would you what would you like to do? Cinnamon's going to take a nap. Okay. <laughs> um, Aya needs to do some recovering. She got kind of hurt during that whole thing, so she's probably going to be kind of um, keeping to herself, trying to heal and. Well, if you want, it's still it's like noon-ish now, early afternoon, so if you guys want, you could just camp here for the rest of the day and convalesce, and you won't have to roll to heal yourself. You'll just, you know, heal overnight if you want to do that. Alright. Um, so, Mrs. Mrs. Pockets has has built a fire uh, near the lakeshore, um, and she uh, walks up to 
uh, sweet horn on all fours and uh, gives him gives him a nuzzle and then grabs him by the scruff of his shirt and just drags him over to the fire. Oh, uh, what are you doing? Uh, with with her teeth. Oh, what what is, what is this? What is the meaning of this cat woman? Just just sit down, calm down, warm yourself by the fire. It's going to be okay. I was almost eaten by a giant fish. I know, I saw, but you weren't. But you almost. survived. Let me tell you a little something. Let me tell you a little something about almost, Sweethorn. The adventure is in the almost. Sometimes in the almost. You were almost eaten by a fish, but you weren't. And now you have a, another tale to tell. You're saying I should compose another ballad? I mean, isn't that the whole purpose of you <laughs> adventuring? Right. I, sh- I shall start composing another ballad right now! And he, he crawls over and opens up his loot case and pulls out his loot uh, and starts strumming it. Uh, <laughs> he's trying another chord. It's not working very well. No. He's trying two now. I mean, Sweethorn, this was like a very low-level monster that we've taken out here, and uh, you still want to take out that dragon, right? Did I just go quiet? No, no I, I hear you. Did Alex I think go wait. quiet? Uh, J- James just cut out for me. Yeah, oh, I was getting every out. other word from James. I heard him perfectly. I don't know what's... Me too. Oh, so that's our connection this time. All right. Mm. It's me and Chris. Yay! What'd you say, James? Oh, I was... Oh, oh, it's the Sweethorn. I mean, we... we, Yeah, we we took on a low-level monster. Now, now, um, do you think you're ready to take on a dragon? It was a low-level monster? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's one of the, the, the... the the smaller guys. I mean, dragons are the size of castles. I mean, we are in the ever summer forest. Uh, this this is probably the easiest place to go adventuring in maybe three or four kingdoms. I can certainly think of worse places. I mean, Papa did say that this would be a this was a, a starter area. Wasn't sure exactly what he meant by that, but how does this monster leveling system work? <laughs> well, you know, as uh, the degrees of monsters go, this one was a lower, the smaller monsters. Dragons are huge; they're big, so they're higher level monsters. They also have more abilities. They, a lot of dragons can do magic and transform themselves into other shapes, and um, they they breathe elements. They don't just breathe fire. Some of them breathe uh, poison. Some of them breathe. Uh, ice, some of them breathe locusts. It's... Oh. <laughs> so, the monster level is based on its size and ability? Pretty much. So, do you adventurers have levels? Um, I think it depends on what we kill. Well, well what's your level, Woodman? Well, we just took out a fish. I think we should have leveled up from that. You leveled I, I, up. I, I pull out. I pull out my adventurer badge that says it's it's a big 
It's a big badge that says uh, Adventurer Level Two, and I and I show it to him. I it kind of what level was it? Uh, level level two. two. Level two. What's the what's the highest level? Two. <laughs> Three. <laughs> um. Well, there is I, no I, highest. I think it. I think it just goes on and on. It's uh. It's it's kind of a vanity thing. I I only got the badge because I had a little extra cash to spend. Um, they 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 really milk you for it. Um, every time I'm traipsing through the forest with level two adventurers, and there's an infinite cap on the number. I, I could have been running around surrounded by level five hundred seventy three adventurers, but I'm stuck with a you bunch could be of running around. Sur- you could be running around surrounded by none too. I mean, also, like your dad said, starter area, uh, you're you're clearly a level zero bard, I'm sorry to say. <laughs> I beg your pardon? If, well, it's, if the leveling system is based on skill, then I, I'm at least a level uh, 12. I just gently push him over. Uh, oh! Well, I, level 12. I musical skill, not physical prowess. Oh, okay. T- to make his point, he strums his lute again, out of tune. Uh, I really, I really would like Bentwood to pull out some other instrument and play it better than than Sweethorn plays his lute. I don't know if he's a musician <laughs> or not, but I think that would be pretty funny. Can I make like a pan flute out of my body and just start playing that? <laughs> Uh, that would be a mind check. How'd you do? Oh, there you go. He did that looks like well. I did a five. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, it's, it's... It's sound. It's not particularly musical. It's not better than Sweethorn, but it's not really worse. Could I Listen, assign- I just I just grew a flute out of my body. Uh, there, there's no guarantee that it's in tune. I don't know how flutes are supposed to work. I just know that you blow into a tube and it makes sound. Can Aya try singing? Maybe she's related to a siren? I'll make a mind check. Alright. All of a sudden, sailors just come walking out of the woods. It's like, oh, what's that? <laughs> twelve. Not a nat twelve. Okay. Uh, um, not a nat twelve. Yeah, Aya uh, starts singing, and her voice is, is beautiful. When when you finish, everyone's just kind of quiet for a minute. Yeah, I, I mean, it kind of it kind of comes with the territory, living in the water and all. You know, you're, you're pretty much all of us are related to the siren in some set fashion. Sweethorn says, well, I mean, well, that was fine. Damn straight was. No, but and look she at- goes back to playing with the water around the uh, around the coast. She's kind of splashing the water up over the uh, over the coast. <laughs> okay. Um, Mrs. Pockets uh, scrunches back a little bit. She she like. Uh, scrambles back a few paces uh, so as not to get any any water on her paws or fur, 
and uh, she she looks at Sweethorn and she says, "Listen, I I think I think the point that your dad's trying to make for you is that if you want to make it in this world, you got to start at the bottom." The, the bottom. That's... The very the very bottom. But that's where all the the poor people are. <clears throat> I I mean, yeah. You never heard of the concept of a starving artist before? Uh, what? All the artists I know have patrons that keep them well fed. Well, in order to get a patron, you need you need talent, you need skill, you need something something as an artist to to say. Uh, if you, if you want to, if you want to score the big bucks, you gotta make yourself, make yourself known and make yourself worthy, which is basically, exactly. what, that's why I'm on the quest. I need, I need things to sing about and, and write epic poems and other stuff. All right. And before, before yesterday, when we dove off of that thousand foot tree, what was the uh, what was the most interesting and exciting thing that ever happened to you? Uh, Sweethorn pauses and thinks for a minute. Well, uh, uh, there was one time when I, I went to the baker to purchase a pie, and and he said, "We're closing soon, and I'm just going to throw these away." So. Here, have this extra pie for free. That was pretty neat. <laughs> and in your in your honest estimation, which which makes a better which makes a better ballad? I got this pie for free that the baker was going to throw away, or I was almost devoured by, by, by a giant fish. I mean, I really think that would depend on your audience. I think the bakers might relate to the pie one more if I was performing for a bunch of bakers, but I think fishermen would definitely enjoy the fish one more. Anything with fish is better. Really? What about pies? Fish pie? What? You can have fish pies? I wouldn't trust a fish pie. Mrs. Mrs. Pockets, Mrs. Pockets' ears just like droop, uh, and she gets this annoyed scowl on her on her face, and and she goes, "Well, I tried." <laughs> she just gets up, <laughs> walks walks like five feet away, sits down facing away from Sweethorn, and starts licking <laughs> her paws. <laughs> well, Sweethorn, the point I was trying to make is, um, how did you enjoy? taking on this fish monster. I hated it. It was terrible. It, it lifted me up and it almost ate me. And I could see it to its mouth and its breath was all horrible. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's true. Um, so, uh, how, how much are you looking forward to seeing a dragon? Which are much bigger than that and can do well worse things. Well, um, I, um, I, I'm, well, the, uh, 
don't know. Well, let's complete your other tasks. I know you want to loot a treasure of of some of some sort, and you want to rescue a damsel. I mean, when you want to see the big tree, of course, and we're on our way to go do that now. So uh, maybe when we get those few done, uh, we'll revisit the dragon thing. Okay. We'll, we'll table the dragon for now. Wise idea. Um, request? Uh, we might want to rest a little bit. I don't know about you guys, I got a little banged up, and besides that, I wouldn't mind resting around here a little longer. This place is beautiful. I agree. I couldn't possibly go on today. Alright, so, uh, let's, uh, make a camp, and then, uh, we'll, uh, start our adventure early in the morning. Fine by me. I almost got wet. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so, that's the end there. Uh, the, we, we'll go through, uh, the nights. Uh, you, you managed to catch some fish for dinner, so you don't have to eat your rations. Uh, you all... I tried sleep. to make them into a pie. Uh, I was about to say, let's make a fish pie for uh, for, for Sweethorn. I don't know. If and Mrs. Pockets. Make pie. It's a mud I pie. Try. She she's probably going to fail, but she's going to try. She she doesn't have like any ability in cooking. Yeah, uh, just yeah. make a straight roll with disadvantage. Okay. Uh, how do I do disadvantage? Three d six and take the two worst. Okay. Oh, nine. Oh. So I did you not to... plan on succeeding in that. Yeah, you. <laughs> it's not a a typical pie because you don't have the ingredients to make a pie crust. But you find some edible leaves that you manage to like wrap the fish in. So you. It's kind of a pie. Right. We lost James. Hello? God. There he is. Yeah, he's back. There he is. <laughs> yeah, uh, it, it got quiet, and I'm like, what happened? So I disconnected and reconnected. All right, so uh, Sweethorn eats the fish, and not the... He, he, he eats it, and it's... Okay. <laughs> Pockets, how do you feel about Aya's fish? Po- okay, all right. Um, what happened? How does Mrs. Pockets like Aya's fish pie? I mean, she she likes it. Okay, it's uh... cats love fish. Yeah, cats I mean, cats triangles. love triangles. <laughs> triangles love fish. So yeah. naturally. All right. So the next day dawns. Uh, you you have a quick breakfast of some of your leftover fish. You pack up your things uh, and you set off. Uh, the way now, the best way to do it would probably be to follow the shore of the lake, which will lead you to another river that's an outlet. Uh, so you guys set off that way. Um, and as you're walking, uh, everyone can make a perception check. Which is mind and James, you get advantage. Uh, I, I assume we gain our endurance back because we had a long rest. Yes, yes, you gain your endurance back. I got a ten. 
I got a nine. I got an eight. Uh, you, did you roll with the advantage, James? Yes, you did. Yeah, I did. Roll my shit. Okay. Yeah. Uh, this so, this uh, this app is doing really good for me today. <laughs> uh, so it looks like everyone passed. So as you're as you're walking, um, you all hear a little ways off the path back of the tree line. Uh, you hear a bit of a like a moaning wail. Oh, help me! Did you hear that? Yeah, we got it. Okay. Uh, I ain't I... get it because my internet is being shitty. You hear a moaning wail uh, off in the woods a little ways away going, Help me! Sweethorn, is that a relative of yours? <laughs> what? I, I hope not. <laughs> All right, I'll I'll go check it out. If I scream, come rescue me. Of course. All right, so Mrs. Pockets, you you head off into the woods. Are you sneaking? Oh yeah, I'm gonna stealth. All right, so make a. I guess what, uh, that would be a speed. Uh, what's the thing called? Uh, agility. All right, let's see. Um, great. <laughs> Um, so I got a six. Six. All right. Uh, so you go, uh, sneaking into the forest and as you're, as you're walking, uh, you step on a twig, uh, that makes a loud crack, which then, uh, startles a deer that runs off and makes a bigger noise that startles another deer. It's just like a bunch of deer go <laughs> running away and clear away the area. Um, and so you turn and you see <clears throat> at the base of one of the, the big trees is floating, uh, a specter looks like, uh, the ghost of an elven woman. Help me someone. Um, how did the ghost not scare the deer? <laughs> So Mrs. Pockets uh, keeps walking as if nothing happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, she she kind of like uh, looks looks to the left, looks to the right, and then turns around and and uh, bounds away back toward the group. <laughs> no, come back! I think uh, Mrs. Pockets bounds back to the group just in time to hear Cinnamon saying. I think someone might need help. Uh, Mrs. Pockets comes back and she she just says, it's a ghost, it's a ghost. Uh, Nobody panic. Um, A a ghost? A a ghost. Clearly an elf. Says she needs help. Do we want to go help her? Uh, I mean... I'm, uh, I feel partly obligated because, you know, elven kind and all that, but it's a ghost. You still hear off of the distance. Help me! <laughs> I can uh, hear you discussing him! <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, let's go 
check it out. We could always, if what she's asking for is too difficult, we could always say, and walk off. Do ghosts respond well when you say, when they ask for help? Um, one way to find out. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, there's only one way to really find out. I could swear I remember my master trying that <clears throat> once. I, I, if I remember correctly, we had to move to a different kingdom. <laughs> well, then I'll politely say um, something along the lines of not being able to. I think they prefer to be called spirits or <laughs> the restless dead. <laughs> All right, so before we go over there, does anyone feel that this might be a trap? Oh, totally. Well, here's the thing. I, I was, I was like the knight. I was, I was absolutely, absolutely silent. But these goddamn deer just had to go and run off just at the exact wrong moment, and the spirit clearly noticed me. Is my point. Uh, uh, all right. Well, I mean, like, I, I don't think it's a trap, but any of you that might think it's a trap should say so now so you can you know, <laughs> be like, oh, I told you so later. I mean, I just said it. I said, oh, totally. Oh, okay, so you you think it's a trap. I mean, I, I'm pretty sure it's a trap, but I didn't spring the trap just now. So <laughs> if it's a trap, it's a it's a pretty clever trap. <laughs> Yeah, let's go. Yeah, I mean, sometimes ghosts have cool loot hidden somewhere. Sometimes that they only know about when they were alive. I can't tell anybody where it is because they they're now dead. But you know, maybe maybe there's a reward. Okay. I'm, I'm sorry. Greed greed wins over on me this time. I, yeah. I I like the idea of a reward. Well, cinnamon cinnamon seems to know most what what he's talking about, so maybe we should let him take the lead on this one. Sounds like a plan. Yeah. I think it is a trap. <laughs> <laughs> so are you not taking the lead, or are you taking the lead, or... Very well. I shall take the lead. And he slowly starts climbing off of uh, Bentwood's arm. You guys should all follow me as I approach the restless dead up ahead. Okay, so you guys are all following behind Cinnamon? Yeah. All right, so an hour later, you come to the clearing. Uh, well, it's not a clearing. It's the base of one of one of the really tall trees, uh, and you you all see the, the the specter floating there. Oh, good! You came back. Oh, okay. I can drop this now. Hi. Well, hello there, Mrs. and. Restless dead. Uh, it's actually Miz, uh, and my name is Stacy. 
Well, hello there, Miss Stacy. I've noticed that you are numbered among the restless dead. I knew a trout named Stacy. I'm just saying. Okay. Uh, anyway, yes, I am, uh, as you said, numbered among the restless dead. Before I can move on through this world, I need to finish my unfinished business, which is to be reunited with my most valued possessions. They were stolen from me uh, and hidden up in this tree. As I was trying to get them, I fell, and she sort of flows to the side, and you can see a skeleton on the ground uh, that obviously fell out of the tree and landed very hard on the ground. Ooh! Yeah, oh. it hurt. Well, I mean, not really. It, it probably would have hurt. It was it was quick. But I've been stuck here calling out for help and uh you're the you're the first people to stay. How, how long have you been here? I mean, we're we're not that far from the road. There's probably um, plenty of people passing by. It's it's really hard to keep track of time when you're a ghost tethered to your spirit like this? I mean, and the bones are, like, clean. There's, like, no meat or anything left on them. How long? Wow. I had to I had to watch a whole bunch of woodwind creatures eat my body. Um, that was pretty traumatic. But I'm totally over it. I don't, I don't have a fear of wolves or anything. <laughs> um... Well, lucky for you, Stacy, that uh, uh, Miss Stacy, that uh, we have a party of expert climbers, as you can see. Have no fear. I prefer it in the trees. Do not worry for another moment, Miss Stacy, the restless dead. I, Cinnamon. The lethargic messiah shall ascend into the tree and retrieve your priceless artifacts to return to you. Mrs. Pockets so that on... you may finally be a restful dead. <laughs> Mrs. Pockets is already ten feet up the tree. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was going to say, yeah, roll, uh, roll agility, Ryan, but it looks like you... Oh, no, that's your previous roll. Uh, that would be agility to climb up the tree. All right. Um, let me see. Do I have? Do you, would you count survival for this? Uh, let me see what the survival thing does. It says it gives me advantage in outdoor activities such as tracking, riding. Uh, yeah, okay, sure. This is this is an outdoor activity, climbing a tree. Trees are exclusively outdoors. Well, that's not true. I've seen indoor trees. And trees right. on boats. Um, so that's an eight. Trees. An eight. All right, you're you're making your way up. It's you know it's like a, a thousand a five hundred foot tall tree, so. Or no, a thousand feet. So it's gonna, it's gonna take you a few minutes, even with a success. Um, Cinnamon, are you also trying to climb up the tree? Uh, absolutely. All right, that is an agility <laughs> check. Uh, agility. All right. 
Seven. I got the same thing as Ryan. Right, well, Ryan's, yeah, Ryan's is eight after the modification. Um. <laughs> uh, yeah, so you, you're keeping uh, pace with uh, Mrs. Pockets, but she got a head start on you. So she's she's probably like 10 or 20 feet ahead of you. You're keeping pace with her, but she's ahead. So both of you make one more agility check. It's a big tree. Okay. Um, so that is a 10 for me. Oh, wait. When I did it, it didn't do it. It did it. I see your roll right there. Oh, wait, no. That was his last one. That was the last one. Oh. He needs another one. I didn't even see Chris type in. uh, Here he goes. I was hitting up, and it was putting it in my thing, and then I hit enter, and then nothing happened. Nine. So once Ryan beats you by one again. Uh, (laughs) So, Mrs. Pockets, you managed to uh, get to the the top branches first, and you need to look around. Um... So make a mind check to see if you can spot these items. I guess I should what? probably get that up too. Well, he gets to he gets to go first because he. Well, first. Maybe he won't find it. All right, I got a <laughs> I got a nine. Nine Shut up. Uh, so you see uh, at the end of one branch, uh, which is right about you would guess where uh, Stacy fell from. You see uh, a travel bag. Hanging off the the end of the branch, like it's it's one of those movie things where it's like all the way at the end and hanging on by the strap. All right, so, uh, there it is. Yeah, so I, I when when um, Cinnamon gets up to the top branches, uh, I will motion over to that and uh, and say, "So there it is." Well, Mrs. Pockets, I think I've spotted it on the end of the branch over there. And then Cinnamon slowly points. (laughs) (laughs) Do you want to shimmy out on that limb and go get it, or shall I? Well, I didn't promise that I would retrieve it. So I shall be a sloth of my word. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> an hour later. Yep. So uh well he's pretty good in the tree. Yeah, so make yeah. that make another agility check there. Oh. While they're while they've been climbing up, <laughs> I, I think I've been Maybe I should re-roll that one. <laughs> you, you could spend a point of heroism to re-roll. Yeah, okay, I will. I get that back at the end of the thing, right? Or no? At the start of the night, no. yeah. You, your, your heroism... Oh, no, we get it as we play when we do Yeah, things. yeah, that's oh, right. Yeah. Okay, so I'm spending one of them. And I'm going to roll again. Seven. Okay. Uh, so Cinnamon slowly makes his way across to the down the branch. Uh, as you as you get towards the end of the branch, you can see the, the bag hanging in front of you. You you reach out for it, and just as your claws are about to hook into it, you hear the branch above you creaking. 
uh, and you you reach out, and you manage to hook your claw around the bag and like twist it and grab and pull the bag off, just as the end of the branch breaks off. Uh, the the two of you, Aya and, and Bentley Bentwood, who are down on the ground, um, mm. like thirty seconds, tw- you know, twenty seconds later, this little end of branch just falls right where, like, right on Stacy's body. Uh, oh, ten seconds God. after it lands, I'm going to say, "Watch out below." <laughs> All right, so you got the bag. This is why I don't trust trees. uh, Present company excluded. Thank you. All right, uh, one more agility check from Ryan and Chris to climb back down. Okay. Eleven. Show off. I also got an eleven. Okay, so the two of you descend in time with each other, uh, and you get back down to the ground, and you're holding uh, the sack, and Sweetheart says, Oh, I can't wait to see what amazing treasures are inside! Uh, Whoa! Whoa! It's filled with leaves, just (laughs) like mine. Whoa, whoa, Sweethorn, Sweethorn. This woman here is in distress because her stuff is up on the tree. You can't just rifle through a dead person's materials, especially yeah. when they haven't crossed over yet. You need to start opening the backpack. Oh, sorry, I didn't. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I got to make sure everything's in there. I can't touch physical stuff, so you guys got to look for me. Uh, so, Cinnamon, you were you were reach, you were looking in there. Uh, yeah, as soon as uh, Jane uh, Brentwood was saying not to open it because it would be rude, uh, Cinnamon started opening it. All right, so Cinnamon, you you open the bag. It's kind of ratty and worn, uh, and kind of I mean very ratty and worn. So you you reach inside, uh, and the first thing you pull out is it's a hairbrush. What kind of leaf is this? <laughs> That's not a leaf. That's my old hairbrush. It was given to me by my mother. Oh my. Maybe I could brush my hair with it. Uh, the bristles are gone. They, they was probably some, it was like some sort of animal hair, and they have long since rotted away. Yeah, Cinnamon's clearly never seen a brush before. Gotcha. So he didn't realize <laughs> how uh, hold on, my mom. does it work. Well, the the bristles are gone, so it it won't work. Oh, no. It's okay, just put it on my body. Alright, so Cinnamon slowly places it on the skeleton. Alright, there's more stuff in the bag, so you reach in and you pull out a book. Uh, It's been waterlogged and stuck together, and the pages are rotted, and the ink is running. Uh, You can't read it, it's barely held together. Oh, I've read a tree sandwich before. And then Cinnamon just puts that on the body as well. All right. Uh, And you reach in, and then you pull out a necklace. Oh, Oh, It looks like it's kind of gold. It's still got a bit of a shine to it. It looks like it was a gold necklace. What a beautiful piece of shiny golden jewelry. (laughs) Oh, thank you. Uh, I made it. 
When did you make this piece of shiny golden beauty? Back when I was alive. Good time. To, used to be a jeweler. Cinnamon, don't be rude. Everyone knows that elves are like expert craftsmen and jewelers. Like, that is a very fine piece that you made there, miss. Thanks. But that's that's nothing. Get, get the important stuff. Come on. What else is there to find? You reach in and you find... There's two things left in the bag. You pull out a bowl and a spoon. Oh, thank goodness. This is the important thing? Yeah. The bowl and the spoon. More than the jewelry. I mean, I can make the jewelry. I don't know how to make a bowl or a spoon. I uh, believe you use these for eating. Right, but when I cross over, I'm going to need them. That's my favorite soup bowl. Well, I guess soup is probably pretty good, but you don't need a bowl and a spoon to eat a delicious leaf. <laughs> oh, but I don't eat leaves. I eat soup. We can't really do soup back home. Didn't really work underwater. Aren't you kind of living in soup then? I I guess in a way. <laughs> huh. Alright, just put just put my favorite soup bowl and my favorite soup spoon down on my body and I I could cross over. I will admit. At this point, that I don't actually know what soup is. <laughs> um, one of, cinnamon. One of you could enlighten me on the situation. I feel like this might be a soup trap. Um, cinnamon. Why not let um. Sweethorn here put the spoon onto the body so he can help this fine woman cross over. He would say she could be a damsel of sorts in distress. <coughs> oh, oh boy. Yes, may I have those, Mr. Slothman? Oh my, I just had an idea. <laughs> why, why don't I give these bowl and spoon? To Sweethorn, and then he can show me what soup is. <laughs> right, so Capital idea, cinnamon, uh, and puts them on the on the elf's body. Uh, the the ghost sighs. Ah, oh, thank you. Oh, I I see it. I see a light. Uh, she she reaches down uh, onto her body, uh, and you can see that the the, the bowl and spoon kind of glow ephemerally, and she manages to pick them up. I'm I'm ready now. I'm ready. And uh, she just sort of floats up and away. And you hear up in the distance as she's going, "Thank you. I'll save you a seat at the soup table." <laughs> wow. Now let's desecrate the body and have her soul, her spirit, come back, vengeful. You think she'd mind if we keep the necklace? Must be very good. 
I'm going to well, pick the necklace. Interesting. I'm going to pick the necklace up. All right. It's a it's a very finely crafted gold necklace. Uh, it's a it's a fine gold chain. It's a little dirty and tarnished, but you can clean it up because uh, it's been sitting in a bag on the top of a tree for God knows how long. It's, uh, Anyone got any ketchup? For what? You can clean jewelry with ketchup. The acid kind of shines it up and stuff. Oh. You can clean jewelry with water. I'm good at that. Uh, anyway, so it's it's a fine gold chain. Uh, and the the pendant hanging on the end, uh, it's just it's a gold oval, but it seems to have a a very intricate design carved into it. It's very beautiful. Uh, maybe maybe we should uh, maybe we should bury her. I was thinking that myself. We should probably give her some a proper burial here. Um, being partially in and out of the ground after um, a fall like that isn't very a dignified way to die. Or to be left with your remains. Alright, so you got a barrier? Yeah. Alright, so you get out your uh, camp shovels and start digging a hole. Uh, her body's already mostly gone. You don't have to really worry about animals. So you don't have to dig a very deep grave. Uh, and it takes you like another two hours, but you manage to bury her. I do a, uh, an elven prayer and yeah. I think we should have done a burial at sea. It probably would have been better. It's very hard to get to sea. You're in the middle of the forest. <laughs> I think I used the lake. It's close enough. Well, that's not a burial at sea, then, is it? It's a burial at lake. Uh, Mrs. Mrs. Pockets will gather up some stones and make like a like a crude um, grave marker with them. <laughs> Put <sighs> Miss Stacy in it. Okay. So, uh, you manage to keep going uh, after after your your little excursion. You head back to the road. Uh, after a few more hours, it's about noon, so you you stop and you eat. Uh, and then when you keep going in mid afternoon, uh, you sort of left the you've left the lakeside a while ago, and you're back marching through the forest again. Uh, and you come to so the main there's a little there's a tiny little branch off the off the main path it's like a little a little foot trail a little deer trail uh and there's a faded sign tacked onto a tree there it's a regular sized tree uh it says say 15 miles to the love shack it says uh it says uh fairy pond no admittance without permission How about that, Sweethorn? There's a fairy pond. You want to go check out the fairy pond? I, I hear fairies hang out there, and that, you know, it is a fantastical sight to see. But, but the sign says no admittance. Well, sign, sign. Those are just, you know, to keep stupid people away. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Guys, did you notice the path over that way? It looks like it leads to a fairy pond. <laughs> okay. Where's your sense of adventure, Sweethorn? <laughs> Just because the sign says don't doesn't mean we shouldn't. I'm pretty sure that's exactly what it means. 
We're adventurers. That's what you All do. Right, you let's, adventure. Let's go. Let's go check out the fairy pond. Besides, you won't regret it. Ponds? You all talked at once. I have yeah. no idea what any of you said. I didn't say anything. I just said I'm down for ponds. Um, so I, Mrs. Mrs. Pocket says, besides, they're just fairies. What can they possibly do to us? <laughs> okay. Uh, so you all set out down the, the little fairy, the little trail to the fairy path. Uh, it's about 20 minutes of walking. You... The, the path starts to wind uh, through these regular-sized trees, uh, and the area gets really, really dense and overgrown as you're walking through the forest. Uh, and then you come to a clearing. Uh, it opens up into this little grotto. There's this stone-ringed pond. Uh, the, the trees arch up above you and sort of make a little dome, so it's like you're in... You almost feel like you're inside. Uh, it's a little warmer here than it was before, uh, there's just a tiny little waterfall feeding into it. So there's like that little sound of trickling water. Uh, it's, it's very nice. There's a, there's a ring of grass around the edge of the pond. Uh, and there's a bunch of lights like dancing above and you hear, uh, laughter, uh, like this tinny, tinny laughter, <laughs> uh, as these lights are flying around and some of them dip down into the water. Uh, you have found the fairy pond. Oh, this is lovely. Isn't it beautiful, Sweethorn? Oh, my! Uh, and when he says that, all the, the lights stop moving. Uh, and you suddenly feel like you're being stared at. Don't find us! We just came to marvel at the beauty that is this pond. The uh, one of the, uh, that was it. I didn't it was say Eric, and that no. was it. Brian's thing lit up. I thought he was going to say something. Uh, so one of the lights uh, zooms towards you guys uh, and stops just a few inches in front of your face, Bentwood. Uh, and you see now a tiny little man. He's got uh, kind of like dragonfly wings sticking out of his back, like that four wings kind of. And they're, they're flapping really fast. He goes, hey, don't you read the sign? Well, yes, no, kind of. I don't. I was wondering actually how we would get permission to enter such a place to see such vast beauty. Oh, maybe we shouldn't walk down the path. The sign says permission required. <laughs> you got to fill out the paperwork. The paperwork, yes. And where would one acquire such thing? And where? He sighs and rolls his eyes. At the permit office. Duh. I mean, I kind of think that as a water nymph, we kind of have permission by proxy to, you know, deal with water. Excuse me. Uh, no, this is a fairy pond. Yeah, but a water nymph pond. Yeah, but you said ponds there. As as soon as as soon as the uh, little pixie man flew up, uh, Mrs. Pocket's eyes just went real wide, and her pupils dilated all the way. Uh, <laughs> and she has started like getting into a crouch. 
<laughs> she she just like looks over at uh, at Aya and says, "Stop me, please stop me." It, is her tail going as well? Like yep. the twitch? Yep. <laughs> wait, wait. I look over. Wait, wh- what? What? Don't let me do what I'm about to do, Aya. Please. <laughs> oh, uh, Aya is going to try to step between them. Uh, so both of you make agility checks. Yeah, this, I really want to see this play out. <laughs> I'm gonna say, just let her go. Um, shoot, I think I have a plus one in agility. Yes, one second. Sorry. So you say permit seven. office? Which nope. town is the permit office in? Uh, well, obviously you gotta go. Uh, and suddenly there's just a, a a blur of white as Mrs. Pockets leaps and just eats the pixie out of the air. Oh, I you know the hear answer. A, a brief scream that is quickly cut okay. off. <laughs> Sorry. Well, oh, I know the answer to that one. We have to go to the permit office. <laughs> <laughs> And Benwood just kind of stands very still and just is kind of keeping an eye on what's happening around him because maybe they'll just mistake him for a statue if they're planning to attack us. There's a stunned silence. Uh, And then you hear a tiny little scream. They they killed Craig! Okay, I I heard nothing after my roll because my internet went down. I guess... Craig was pounced. Okay. And Ryan ate the. Yeah, Ryan got a seven, you got a six. So uh, you did not stop, Mrs. Pockets. She ate the pixie, uh, and they're all crying because you just killed Craig. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is Craig still moving? Can I, can I barf him up? <laughs> You're small. You have a pretty big mouth. You could, you could barf him up, but that's probably not going to be better. I mean, is he is he alive? Like, oh. if I oh okay, it's like in The Simpsons when Krusty had the other puppet um, to imitate Gabo, and they threw it into the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember that one, but yeah, I don't either. Sure, the Gabo uh, episode. Uh, I don't even know what a Gabo is. You hear, you hear the other pixies. Must be some guy's name. Some guy this named Gabba. War! Uh, you know, you know. Uh, I think I remember what town the permit office is in. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll come back with a permit. Uh, you, you guys, uh, uh, cheese it, run. <laughs> <laughs> um, can I make a suggestion to Ben? Hey, Benwood, grab, grab cinnamon. Cinnamon's <laughs> <laughs> been hanging off Benwood for a while. All right. Unless you guys wanted to go at about two miles an hour. Yes. Uh, so first we're going to do initiative. So it's, it's by agility score. And James, you got a bonus. I believe. So what? what is your, your initiative agility? Well, my agility is at two and you said I have initiative. Initiative gives so, you a bonus. Yeah, it gives me... Uh, yeah, so then... Uh, oh, no, your perception make... gives you a bonus. Do you have the basic or yeah. the advanced one? I think I have basic. You get plus one for initiative only. 
Okay, so then I have uh, agility of three. You want to have more than three? I do not. I have two. I have one. All right. So. <laughs> Chris has 98. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Chris, I know it's zero. One. Eric, what's your agility? One. One. Okay. Chris goes so Chris fast, goes he so loops fast. back to slow. Yep. All right, so the fairies okay. are first, because they're surprisingly fast. Um, That's surprising. So uh, you all turn to run as this swarm of fireflies that that's what it looks like at first uh just descends like from the the what you kind of thought was the roof uh there's like all these lights descend there's dozens of them uh you hear tiny little horns as uh the the fairy forces uh come after you so uh they're going to attack each of you so you each get to make a defense roll I for- oh, what does my shields do for defending? I, I closed my um, internet browser to try and make my internet go faster. So if you have a shield, uh, it gives you deflect. So if, let me, let me double check. Uh, so deflect, if the defense dices score natural doubles, you ignore one damage. Okay. They did. Okay. I got I got an, I got a nine and it was a four and four and I have a one defense. I also have light armor on. Okay. Do you need me to tell you what that does? Maybe. Uh, so light armor um, has an armor rating of five. So if you get hit, you roll a die. If you roll a five or more. Get you reduce one damage. Uh, so Eric, they also got a nine, uh, but ties go to the defender. So Yay. one of them, you, you see some of them come like dive bombing at you, and you wave your shield and bat the pixies aside. Uh, um, I got. A- What'd you get, Ryan? I got a thirteen. Oh yeah, you you're good. They failed to hit you. James? I got an 11, because 11 is louder than 10. It is, uh, and it also <laughs> gets you out of the way of their attacks. Uh, and Chris? I got an 8, but I'm also on James's back. Yeah, well, and they also <laughs> missed you, so you're, no, you're okay. I, so I you're all running all right. as, as these lights just like, start dive-bombing you, and as as they, like, just miss you and fly by your face, you see a bunch of, of fairies. Some of them have the dragonfly wings you saw on Craig. Some of them have, like, butterfly wings, but they all seem to be carrying tiny little spears. They're flying, like, in formation, trying to dive-bomb you and stab you all, but they, you all, they all missed, so it's your turn. James first, right? Uh, yeah, Bentwood is up first. Benwood is using his arm like a bat and batting them away from him as they get in his way. Uh, okay, so you're not using your bow, so your attack, I think, would just be your strength in this case. Okay. Uh, 
Um, that is a five. Yeah, that's that's a miss. Hey, you 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 try to knock them out of the way, but they're pretty agile, even in formation, and they just zoom out of the way. Uh, Mrs. Pockets, is your uh, turn. All right, uh, she she is going to uh, claw at them. Um, you know, as they as they try to dive bomb her, just uh, swipe at them with her claws and hiss. Uh, and growl. Okay, make an attack roll. Okay. No. Yeah, yeah, you you missed too. They're you're, you're like going for them, and they, but they they're onto your tricks now. So they jump out of not jump, they fly out of the way. Aya. Now, question. They're recently out of the water? No, they they fly around the water. They don't actually fly in the water. Oh, shoot. Because I was going to say, if they were had been in the water, and since they were so small, and if they had enough water on them, I could try to manipulate the water and push them away. But that probably wouldn't work if they were not in the water. Well, I mean, there's no reason to say that some of them weren't bathing or lounging on the leaves like you know like a lazy river type deal maybe it was misty and they're all damp I'll leave that judgment call to the guy who's running the game you could certainly try it it's going to be difficult I figured yeah it would be a mind roll I suppose it would be a mind roll but you're going to have disadvantage or actually no it's not disadvantage but the base difficulty is going to be 9 alright I'll try you gotta get at least a 9 Damn it, eight. Uh, Sorry. If you've got uh, if you've got the heroism point, you can spend it. I do, but uh, well, their defense. Yeah, and there's a, a enough margin. Although all I have to do is roll better than six, and it would make the nine. You could re-roll. Well, because you could spend heroism to re-roll or to add one to your roll. Yeah, but you said it also has to get through their defense. The one might not be enough. Hmm. I will tell you, you know what? Huh? To get your defense. I'm going to try doing the heroism and re-rolling it. Why not? Okay. Do worse. Do worse. I did. You did. Now you Are really we... don't do it. Yeah, I'm. I'm not going to spend another heroism. Uh, all right. The, you just you just can't find the water to to bring to bear in order to do it. Uh, cinnamon. Just spend four heroism to bring that one up to a nine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, cinnamon is going to. Oh, speaking of Ryan, get one heroism for eating the pixie. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! I am not going to argue that. I really wanted to see that happen. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm going to, I guess, I'm going to release a swarm of moths from under my, uh, my fur to kind of fly into the fairies, kind of distract them. That Maybe, uh, effects, or are you just making an attack? No, it would, de- it would be a debuff. Okay. Uh, yeah, so... 
Make your make your roll. It's a mind roll, right? Yes. For magics. Yes, I believe so. For your magic. So eleven. Okay, uh, that hits them. And your debuff, I believe, gives them disadvantage on a particular type of actions you have to pick. Three debuff, giving them plus one or minus one to one type of roll. So I'll give them minus one to attack. Minus one to attack. Okay. Uh, yeah, so now there's there's just moths flying in formation with the with the pixies and their fairies and messing them all up. Uh, Sweethorn is also going to try to bat at them. <laughs> Critical uh, success. Technically, that's a success. How do they roll on their defense? Critical failure. Better. No. Uh, but Sweethorn almost got them. Uh, but unfortunately, they managed to dive out of the way. Uh, so it's back to the fairies. So they're they're all attacking you again. So all of you make defense rolls. I'm going to go down my list. We'll do Bentwood first, because I'm just going to go down my list. Oh! Right. I'll just have mine ready. Yeah. 2S6. Mm-hmm. Sidekick made fun of you. <laughs> oh, nice. So I got I got an eight. Okay. Uh they critically failed. <laughs> oh, that's good. Make a free attack on them, James. Groovy. Uh, that they're that they're not gonna block. Groovy. So make a double oh, groovy. Actually, uh, no, they'd have to block. So you just uh, roll uh, 1d3. I got a 1. So you do a point of damage. You, uh, the formation that flies next to you uh, tries to stab at you, uh, but the moths just really fuck them up, and you just swat them uh, as you're running by a tree, and you just... You just leave a bunch of fairy schmear on the tree as you run by. Uh, Sorry, Fern! <laughs> <laughs> I got a nine. All right, so they got a two, so they do not attack you. Hooray! Uh, Aya? Eleven. Uh, that wins. They miss you as well. Hooray. Uh, Cinnamon? Mine was a twelve. Yep, that's good. Uh, and Sweethorn. Ugh, not great, but how do they do? Even worse. Okay. They just barely miss Sweethorn. Uh, so, Bentwood, you are now up. I am going to try swatting more of a mat of my way. Alright, that's more strength. That is a nine, sir. Uh, that, that hits. Yay! Uh, so you got not where they got. So you do uh, two points of damage to them. Cool. Two, two of the, like two of their squadrons are zooming by you, and you, you just smack both of them out of the way as you run by, and you hear. Ah! 
as they go spinning off, uh, one of them, just... one of them like, crashes into a tree, and there's a burst of magic light, like a little explosion. <laughs> <laughs> there is a very satisfying thunk sound as they bounce off my arm, which is partially made of wood. So it's a very yeah. <laughs> like a thud, and then all of a sudden, ah, flack, fire. <laughs> Basically, picture yourselves, you're being harried by tiny little jet fighter jet squadrons. Uh, so they go, like, like careening off when you hit them, like a, like a movie scene. Uh, Mr. Pockets, you're up. Uh, yep, keep, I'm, I'm keeping with my previous tactic of uh, swatting at them with my claws. Okay, so make that attack roll. I got a seven. Oh, they beat you on that one. Sorry, <laughs> you're 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 all running through the forest, and you're you don't have time to like aim your attacks just right. Yeah. Uh, so they managed to just vroom out of the way. I'm just running and flailing with claws. That's that's yeah. all that's happening with me. Aya. <laughs> uh, um. All right. The the previous thing didn't work, so I think just trying to shoot a wave of water from my magic wand at them might be a better okay. bet. So make that a tag roll. So now my attack is two, but when I use my magic weapon to cast the dam the damage spell, it it does an extra plus one. Uh, I believe you have your mage weapon. Uh, I don't, mage oh, weapon. Yeah. Damage. Um, if you have a mage weapon, you roll with attack plus one attack. Yeah, so you roll yeah. with plus one attack. I got a nine. If if doubles mattered, which they don't, I got doubles. But. Yeah, unfortunately. Uh, and that is not enough, either. You're not enough. Oh. <laughs> Cinnamon, you're up. Um, Cinnamon is going to cast Protection on Sweethorn, I guess. Okay. Probably a good your, idea. Yeah, make your... <clears throat> ah, 12 again. All right, so you're giving him plus one defense. Uh, no, I give him, um, let's see, protection, you make it a day, uh... Oh, it's protection, right? I thought it was MP. Yeah, it okay. says you make death rolls using mine and gain AR4 and can bestow this protection on others. So I guess he gets AR4. Right, okay. Uh, so if he gets hit, that could be good. Uh, and it is his turn. He is going to flail blindly and hit nothing with a three. I uh, guess. Does that mean he could also roll protection with his mind if he wanted? Uh, it would. It doesn't make a difference for his stats, but okay. All right, then who cares? He just he just has a minus one for everything. <laughs> he's terrible. All right. <laughs> uh, uh, all right. So that was his turn, and now it's back to the fairies. So uh, they are still there's still some of them left. They're still coming after you. So Bentwood, you're up first. They're attacking. <clears throat> Make a defense roll, Mr. Bentwood. Of course. Sorry, my pencil fell under my couch, and I've been trying to get it. It's a silly place for it to be. It is. Uh, it is a very silly place. Yeah. Getting some weird feedback. Ah, uh, but James got an eleven. And they got an eight. So, James, they missed you. Uh, Mrs. Pockets, you're up next. All right. They miss you. If you if you really want to roll. Well, I yeah. got an eight. 
I got a three. Uh, <laughs> I, uh... Yeah. Six. He also got a six. Uh, yep. Yeah, well, also that's a failure, so they don't hit you anyway. All right. Uh, and cinnamon seven. And they got six. I thought they got a six. Yeah. Good. Oh, that was for Chris. I mean, that was for Eric. Oh, you were rolling for each person. I am. Yeah. Uh, oh, but they got a crit success on Sweethorn. Oh. Uh, Good thing I cast protection. Yeah. Yep. So now he has to roll one die. He's dead. <laughs> he rolled three, so he does not get that protection. Uh, so he just takes two damage, though. So the protection uh, so- is it gives him he can roll the AR, isn't that? You roll it, and if it's over, he loses one. Right, but he rolled a three. Oh, that was for that. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, so yeah, he takes two damage. Uh, so you hear him, oh! As you look and you see, there's a bunch of fairies just like poking him in the back of his shoulder with their tiny little spears and laughing maniacally. <laughs> Take this, Craig Killers. We should bring him around more often. He's a good meat shield. <laughs> he is. Uh, he's a uh, he's the Amir of this campaign. <laughs> uh, Bentwood, you're up. So, um, I am, I'm sorry, I'm still trying to find that damn pencil. Um, let's see, let's see, let's see. Um, I'm, can I ask the trees to kind of start shaking a bit so that the leaves fall to kind of distract them also to, to... No, it's not that you could talk to plants. It's not like an active ability kind of thing. Okay, no, that's, that's why I'm asking. Um, hmm. Alright, well then I am going to... I'm going to continue swatting. Okay, so make a strength roll. Um, can I... You know what, I'm going to use my power to... You know what, no, I'll just keep swatting. Be the same roll anyway. Nine. Uh, that is a tie, and ties go to the defender, unless you'd like to spend a point of heroism. Um, I only have the one point, so new. No. Okay. Uh, so they they at the you at the last second they and move over your arm to get out of the way. Uh, Mrs. Pockets. All right. Uh, so when I see them attacking Swedehorn, uh, I I uh. I stop running and I shout out, leave the kid alone. I'm the one you want. And now I barf up Craig's body. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, So you're trying to get them to attack you instead? Yeah, I'm trying to provoke them into attacking me. All right. So that'll be a a mind roll. I will give you advantage because you're barfing up the body of their dead friend. All right. Uh, I got a 12. Okay. Uh, yeah, it works. Uh, you hear them say, Get her! Uh, Uh-oh. So all going to attack you next turn. Uh, and they're going to get advantage on it, because they're really pissed at you. Maybe not advantage. 
Uh, but they are, they're all going to attack you next turn, Mrs. Pockets. Yeah, they get minus one when they attack him next turn. Think of the moths. <laughs> uh, so Aya, you're up. Now here's a question. Um, they're going to be flying at her, at Mrs. Pockets to attack her next turn. Can I try to set up some, you know, again, they're small. Can I try to like bla- set up a water wall up? And if they're flying at it full speed, it's going to hurt you know, like, take some damage from flying into it. It's a kind of, it's just, I'm basically using an attack, but I just want to flavor it in that way. Um, yeah, you can try, sure. Make a, make an attack roll. Now, would this still be the plus three because I'm using my magic, my mage weapon to do it? Yes. Uh, Same exact roll, I got a nine. Three, uh, two threes, and it's a plus three. Now, they also got a nine, and ties go to the defender. Unless you want to spend a heroism. Uh, it's my last heroism. But with them all attacking Ryan, that might be a good idea. Yeah, I'll spend it to boost it up one. All right, so you get a hit, uh, and, like, half of them just into the water, and you... You watch as they quickly drown because they have tiny little lungs with a tiny little lung capacity, <laughs> and then the, and then the wall of water just spreads out over the ground, leaving a bunch of soggy fairy corpses behind you. Cinnamon, I will cast protection on uh, Mrs. Pockets. Okay. Thank you so much. <laughs> Uh, seven. That'll do it. Uh, so the protection gives you... Um, armor four, I think. AR. Armor if you get hit. Okay. Uh, and you can use mind for your defense rolls if you want. Uh, my, agi- my agility's better, so... Uh, and Sweethorn's gonna make another random swipe. Uh, Sweethorn gonna... Yeah, sorry, guys. Sweethorn gets the kill. <laughs> no, that's uh, perfect. Uh, the, the last of them, they're like, get in for, uh, formation Alpha 6! Uh, and they all just, like, reform like in the back of the group and start dive-bombing towards Ryan, uh, towards Mrs. Pockets in, like, a flying V formation. And Sweethorn just takes his loot case right as they're flying over him and goes, oh, not even looking, just like, flails his loot case above his head and just wipes them all out. You watch as they all just go flying off in random directions, screaming ah! and the tiny little <laughs> explosions of like, purple and green and yellow magical energy as they just hit things around the forest. Uh, and then you come, you go bursting back out onto the main path. Watch are out. They are a going to attack. <laughs> Um, Mrs. Mrs. Pockets, uh, it cuts back over to her, uh, and she is just like covering her head, covering her head with both of her both of her uh, arms, uh, and she kind of she kind of like looks out. They, they didn't they didn't get me. Uh, Sweethorn uh, <coughs> looks at looks at all the goo on his on his loot case, and then puts his hand on your shoulder. Because I saved you. <laughs> oh, I guess that makes two damsels in one day. 
Oh, oh, you're right. I'm really getting the hang of this adventurer thing. Daddy is going to be so impressed. M- M- Mrs. Pockets, I I understand that you have um, urges, um, but why? <laughs> <laughs> Mrs. Mrs. Pockets just looks at her paws with her claws sticking out, uh, and she she just like. I just had to kill it. <laughs> I, I I understand. I do. I'm I'm made for murder, Bentwood. It's what I do. I, I used to hang out with the half orc, half demon, and he used to have the same problem. He told me it helped to think about flowers. Flowers? <laughs> Pretty, okay. colorful flowers blowing slowly in the wind. He would have me describe them. Thank you, Cinnamon. That's, that, that helps. I'll, I'll try to keep that in mind from, from now on. Aya is heading... Oh, sorry. I'm I'm sorry, everyone. I I just I just couldn't stop myself. I mean, well, at least uh, um, Sweethorn here got to see a very beautiful sight and had a bit of fun and an excitement in that fun and beautiful sight. Uh, speaking of which, he's he's bleeding. Someone should probably help him. Oh no! Did I get wounded again? Oh, oh, now I feel it. Oh, the adrenaline was tamping it down. I am back towards the pond. What? Uh, Aya? Aya, um, Sweethorn here has a boo-boo. Oh. Um, can I wait? Um, I would really prefer if you took care of it now. I bet that pond is free to hang out at now that we killed all of those fairies. <laughs> I bet it is. And I would really like to, but... <sighs> um, why don't you fix Sweethorn here first, and then we'll go relax at the pond. How's that sound? for me. You get to relax at the pond. You're also being paid a handsome sum of money by my daddy. Uh, and if I'm dead, then you get nothing. Daddy would be most displeased. <laughs> daddy would probably hire mercenaries to hunt you down and kill you. Alright, alright, let's make this quick, let's make this quick. It's my mind's roll, right? Uh, yeah. Uh, and... Yep, your water splashes onto Sweethorn's back uh, and yeah, heals all the very stab wounds. Kind of haphazardly throw a splash of magic water, magic healing water at him right where it needs to go. There we go. Wonderful. The healing magic of water. Everyone likes it. I'm going to the water now. And she heads towards the pond. Okay, so you, you head back towards the pond. Um, you, uh, as you get there, you hear... As you're approaching, you hear more fairy voices. I can't believe those guys! Oh, there's still more. Alright, we only took out the fighting group. Right? Like Now it's probably just like the women and children. 
wonder if these fairies can grant wishes. <laughs> you know, I hear if you put a fairy in a jar, if you get hurt, you can let it out and it heals you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Aya wants to go in the water, but she's not dumb and she's not going to go approach when there might be more fighting and approach the group that we just antagonized and killed part of by herself. Eat another one, Ryan. <laughs> so well, she's you're, you're a little ways away from, you're like around a bend. So you're not right at the pond. They don't, they don't see you yet. All right. She, she's going to head back. She's not going to jump into the whole thing by herself. Okay. Uh, there's still more over there. So we, beat up their baddest and strongest, I mean, what are they going to do? I mean, I think it would be kind of rude to go after the ones that aren't attacking us. I, I mean, still think they might grant wishes. Yeah, but are they going to grant wishes to the ones that just killed a bunch of them? Yes, if they are still fearing for their very lives. I mean, we just want to see the pond. We don't want to mess with the fairies. Granted, that was a situation that got way out of hand on a total accident. <laughs> I mean, maybe it's maybe it's better if I stay behind. Uh, I, I don't know if I can uh, hold myself back. I'll stay here with the Catwoman. I don't like those little fairies. They're mean. Uh, well, it, you know, I mean, the whole point of the adventure is to bring Sweethorn into adventuring things, and if he doesn't want to go and mess with fairies, we we'll, won't we'll go and mess with fairies. We'll we'll, we'll continue on to uh, the big tree. Yeah, I've seen better ponds, anyway. Pretty good ponds. You know, th- there's pretty nice ponds that aren't infested with fairies that try to kill you. Oh, trust me, I know. Okay, so uh, you guys keep you keep get back on the main path, uh, and as you're as you're walking, you can tell it's starting to get towards night, and you're going to need to find a place to camp. Uh, and you hear ahead of you in the distance of voices. Uh, it sounds like a few. You hear a bunch of a few male voices talking. <clears throat> You're a little too far away to make out what they're saying, though. All right, uh, guys, we should probably duck down over here. Um, you know, running into strangers on the road is usually is usually okay, but seeing that a, a group of them are there, uh, Mrs. Pockets, um, you're you're the, you're quite stealthy. Uh, can you think you could sneak up and find out what they're talking about? Because if they're planning to rob us, I want to know before we get over there. Uh, okay. As per usual, if I scream, come save me. Uh, Mrs. Pockets gives an adorable little kitty salute and she uh, bounds off uh, stealthing up ahead to try to get the you know get close to these these people whoever they might be without letting them know that she's around alright so make that uh, agility check with your stealthy majigger okay uh, so that's a 10 because um my bonus is a plus two, and I get a three and a five. Let me roll for them. 
They do not get a 10. All right. So you uh, head off into the woods and you uh, sneak through the brush and you come to, there's a little clearing on the side of the path, um, maybe like 50 feet across. It's a little sizable thing. You could tell this is probably a place where travelers camp. Uh, And you see a small wagon. Uh, There's a donkey that's hitched up that's grazing in the grass. Uh, and there's four dwarven men sitting around a fire. Uh, they're roasting something that they that they caught. It looks like, uh, and they're having they're having uh, they're having a discussion. No, I'm telling you, Hoger, mine's sharper. No, Boger, you're wrong. Mine's the sharpest one. Oh, you're all wrong. I've got the sharpest one. They're they're all arguing about that. All right. Um, in that case, um, I will, uh, uh, like from, from the, uh, from the, from, from a tree limb, like above where they're sitting, um, I, I, I call I call down to them. Uh excuse me gentlemen. Are you are you talking about knives, axes or cheeses? And they all uh, and they all oh. look up. Uh like they they they, they jump uh, and they all reach and like grab pickaxes that they have sitting next to them. Uh, and they look up at you and what, what who are you? What are you doing up there? Apologies for sneaking up. Um, my my companions and I uh, heard voices, and they sent me to scout ahead. I uh, hope you don't mind me eavesdropping. Um, I just wanted to make sure that you were friendly. Uh, my name is Mrs. Pockets, uh, and and she uh, she waves a little, she waggles an adorable little paw at them. Uh, they all look at you a little suspiciously. One of them stands up. He's still holding his pickaxe. Mrs. Pockets, eh? Starts pointing around the fire. That's Boger, Hoger. Joker, and I'm Walsh. <laughs> what are you and your companions doing in these woods? Oh, uh, we're we're actually headed for the uh, we're headed for uh, Tala Aksara. Hey, that's a nice spot. Well, uh, how many of you are there? Um, there's. Five of us. Wanted to make sure I included the NPC there. <laughs> uh, they, the, the four doors, dwarves all look at each other uh, and they nod. And uh, Walsh says, "Well, Bulger here bagged us a, a deer, but we've got a little bit more than we can sh- than we can finish off." Uh, you and your companions like to join us? Oh, well, that would be lovely. Thank you for asking. Well, then just have them come around. Um, I, I will, uh, I will start to go, go back into the woods and I'll say, uh, li- listen, uh, we've, we've got, uh, we've got, we've got a little lordling adventuring with us. Uh, his, his daddy, uh, gave us, gave us some coin to take him around, uh, fancies himself a bard. If he, if he plays any songs for you, just humor him. Okay. Uh. I've had my share of bad bards. I'll do me best, but I can't make any promises. What does he play? The lute. 
Oh, God damn it. Every one of them's got a fucking loot. Yeah, he's <laughs> he's one of those. Uh, give me a dwarven sitar any day. All right. Uh, so in that case, I'll I'll go back to the uh, to the group and I'll I'll tell them what I found. Uh, there's a there's a, a camp of dwarves uh, up ahead. Uh, they they've got some uh, they've got some venison. It was deer they said. Yeah. They've got some they've got some venison that they're willing to share if uh, if we want to camp out with them. Oh, that actually sounds lovely. Have you ever met Dwarf Sweethorn? Oh, no, I haven't. Well, except the one that Daddy hires to make some jewelry and things for him. Yeah, it's probably okay. best if you don't mention that at all. Yeah, you refrain from mentioning that. What, the, the Dwarf or Daddy? Uh, why not both? Why not both? All right, if you think that's best. Just, 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 you're a bard. You're a traveling bard. There's no more about you other than the fact that you're a traveling bard. How's that sound? All right. I am just sweet on then. I shall, I shall leave my, my identity as Froderick Dusseldorf Malvin Quaint von Kumquat behind. That's, uh, that's probably for the best. So let's go meet some dwarves. I hear they're really fun drinkers. Oh, man, that's a long name. I should refer to him as that exclusively from now on. (laughs) What was it? I'm not repeating it. (laughs) All right. Um, All right, so you. So, so yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll lead them back. And it was it was Olger, Bulger, I missed the third one, and Walsh. It was Boger, Hoger, Joger, and Walsh. Okay, uh, so so in that case, uh, you know, I'll uh, break the you know break into the clearing, uh, give give them a wave, uh, and uh, introduce my companions as they come out through the through the brush one by one. All right, uh, Walsh seems to be uh, the leader of the group. He's he's standing up. Ah, oh, it's a pleasure to meet you all. <laughs> this is... up, uh, well, uh, I guess a, a rock or a or a stump or something, but. Uh, we got a fire and we got some meat. This is this is Bentwood and this is Aya and this is uh, Sweethorn and Oh, you're a you're a real motley crew, aren't you? And there oh, is yeah. cinnamon. I'll just go <laughs> around here. Well, uh. As I told your friend, we got Boger, Hoger, Joger, and I'm Walsh. We're, uh, we're making a we're just coming back from a mining trip. You can see that their their cart is piled high with rocks. Oh, fancy, fancy, fancy! Find any good ore? Oh, a dwarf always finds some good ore, laddie, and he like taps his nose. <laughs> well, hello. My name is Cinnamon, the Lethargic Messiah. It sure is a pleasure to meet all of you. Oh, Cinnamon, the Lethargic Messiah, huh? What are you the Messiah of? Oh, I'm the Messiah of my people, the Slothmen. Oh, I've never met a Messiah before. 
Me either. Hey, Joker, do we got a messiah back at our camp? No, no, no messiah. Oh, well, come on, uh, sit down. You've uh, probably got some ale to spare, too. Fancy, fancy, fancy. Uh, so it sounded like uh, uh, you guys were having there's a bit of a raised voices from when we were walking down the path. Uh, anything in particular you guys are talking oh, you about? Oh, that, did you? Well, yeah. Uh, uh, Walsh, uh, Walsh gets up to the cart. Uh, you can see uh, they have there's a second cart parked behind that. Uh, so they've got one cart full of ore, and they've got another cart full of like all their gear and stuff. And uh, he there's a, a big barrel in the back, and he starts filling up mugs and passing out uh, mugs of ale to everyone. Well, you see, uh, we all shared in the work for that hole that we're bringing back, but uh, some of us might have been able to mine out a little bit more than others on account of having the sharper pickaxe. And uh, we were having that discussion about which of us here has the sharpest pickaxe. It's a point of pride among us dwarves. Keeping your pickaxe nice and sharp. Well, which of you has the sharper pickaxe? In unison, I'll say, <laughs> I do! <laughs> well, I feel there's a really simple way to, to determine who has the sharpest pickaxe. Uh, each of you get a block of, of hard stone, and each of you strike it once and see who strikes it deeper. Well, I mean, that that does sound good, but it does... Uh, Walsh is saying... Uh, uh, Hoger says, yeah, but that doesn't take into account the fact of my natural brawniness. I'm stronger than all three of these skinny little girls here. That wouldn't be fair to them. Why don't, why don't you do it? One of you strike a blocks with each of our pickaxes and tell us which is the sharpest. That could work. That could work. Gonna I do think- it. Go ahead, Eric. No, that was it. I just said who's going to do it. No. Um, Why don't one of us give it a try and let you know which one is the sharpest? <laughs> uh, Messiah there is a little slow on the uptake, isn't he? He's a little slow well, on the everything. <laughs> we the, the thing- sloths are not known for our speed. But you said that one at a normal speed, but the other one was late. You're pretty inconsistent, laddie. <laughs> it depends on how much I'm concentrating on not napping in between my words. Ah, uh, I see. That makes a little bit more sense. All right. Well, maybe the sloth man shouldn't do it, because, you know, we need to get on the road in the morning, so uh, maybe one of the other ones. Uh, I think this is probably a job for you, but <clears throat> who'd you say? Uh, Bentwood. Sorry, it, it, I only I didn't hear everything. Oh. I mean, yeah, I could definitely give it a shot. I mean, uh, I guess uh, supply some stones, and uh, I'll, I'll uh, take a whack at it with each pickaxe and see which one goes deeper. 
Oh, all right. We'll finally get this out. Right. So the, the dwarves get up. Uh, they start uh, rummaging around uh, in the in the tree line of the woods. Uh, and a few minutes later, they come back with four about equally sized rocks. They're probably like eight inches across. They're not huge, but they're they're decently sized. Uh, and they they lay them all out on the ground, a few feet apart each. Uh, and they each, all right. So take one of our pickaxes. You hit one rock. You take another pickaxe. You move on to the next rock. Simple enough, all right? Uh, here, I'll go first. Boger walks up uh, and hands you his pickaxe. So, James, make uh, four strength rolls, if you want, and whichever roll gets the highest, that one has the sharper pickaxe. I wonder, right, so who, who, who did it first? What'd you say, Chris? Should I buff one of their pickaxes? Do we want to pick who wins? Uh, well, you'd have to buff James. Not You can't buff the pickaxe. Um... No, you can buff debuff creatures and items, giving oh, yeah, plus one minus one. Yeah. Or I could just buff James on the last one then. I mean, if you want to buff one of their pickaxes, you can. It's gonna go I mean, yeah, I don't I don't think there's any there's any advantage to doing that. No. Just, if you just <laughs> wanna fuck with them. <laughs> Is one of them clearly the dullest? Uh you can't tell. All right, I won't fuck with them. I, know, I, they, I mean, they way. all look equally sharp to you. Uh, apparently, this is a, a point of pride amongst dwarves. It's it's a very fine detail. All right, let's see who has the sharpest one. All right, so James, you uh, roll for Boger's pickaxe first. All right, let's do let's do Boger. A nine. All right, so you you take his pickaxe and you you hit it and you chip a, a good sized chip off the stone. And I see that's a sharp pickaxe right there. All right, uh, Hoger's next. Let's show you potato Hoger. Eight. Uh, so you you take it, you hit it again, and you, you chip it, and then uh, Hoger, Boger and Hoger both like pick up the rocks and they're like comparing the chips, and then Boger goes ha, and Hoger's like hey, and he just starts grumbling. <laughs> Obviously, he was tired after the first hit. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, and eight for Joker. All right, so jo- same thing happens. Uh, and Boger, ha! I told you all I had the sharpest pickaxe. And Joker, ah, I was third. He's tired. <laughs> <laughs> so what's the what, what? What's the uh, the the odds here that I'm going to roll another eight? Uh, <laughs> No, definitely. Not. Oh God! Uh, so you, you at the end you take uh, Walsh's pickaxe. Um, I'm so sorry, right, Walsh. Right as he's reaching the, he's got the pickaxe up above his head to swing for the last time. Cinnamon goes. Would anyone like to place bets on the outcome? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and the pickaxe like hits it, and then just like slides off and embeds in the ground and Hoger's Walsh goes, Oh you're 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 using it wrong and Boger ah, ha, 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 I told you all I had the sharpest pickaxe. Ah ha Boger comes over uh, Bentwood and like gives you a big hug and picks you up. Ah thanks there boy hey, no problem I I I had a lot of fun. Uh this uh uh, I'm I'm sorry. Um, you know, for an elf, you sure know how to swing a pickaxe, though. 
Uh, well, you know, I'm half elf. I'm actually also half ent. I, I don't think that really makes the case any better. But, uh, if, if you're ever up in the, the dwarven hi- the hills and you want to you want to want some work, uh, come see us. We can always hire you on. Oh, I'm always looking for for booze money. Hi. Ah, uh, you sure you aren't half dwarf? <laughs> well, we never said that. That's horrible. Your picks up your your tanker and it goes back over to their barrel of ale and refills it like right to the brim. Uh, and he like he hands it to you and, and toasts you uh, to the sharpest pickaxe in the land. Uh, and then he just like starts chugging his ale down. Well, this is fun. I'm having fun. <laughs> All right. So do you guys want to get drunk with the orc? With the orc? With the dwarves too? Um, Mrs. Mrs. Pockets does not drink, so she is going okay. to abstain. All right. Well, there's there's water too. You can yeah. have water. But would you like uh, a saucer? A saucer of milk for the kitten? <laughs> yes. I'll probably just I'll probably just be having water. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, Cinnamon will drink like three sips of a beer if they pour him one. I mean, they already <laughs> forged him one. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So he'll he'll, he'll nurse it. Because that's the only oh. thing he can do? Yeah, or he'll drink it as fast as he can. Just, you know, same, same speed. Okay. Uh, well, so four, I guess the real question is, Bentwood, how drunk do you get with the dwarves? Very. Very, <laughs> very drunk. <laughs> Boger has decided that you're his new best friend, too. Here's an even better question. How drunk does Sweethorn get? Uh, Sweethorn is actually pretty good at holding his liquor. Uh, I mean, he grew up having to go to a whole bunch of parties and drink a whole bunch of wine and stuff. So he has, he has a few tankards before he, he gets sleepy and goes to bed. Does, I mean, he, make has... up, does he make ahead, up Ryan. any songs? Uh, yes. They're not good. <laughs> the double damsel saver. Doubled, well, right now he starts making up uh, a song about the, the the fierce competition between the dwarves and their pickaxes. He's trying to do, like, a John Henry's Hammer kind of ballad, but... <laughs> it's just, just not working. No, it's just not working, because he, it's not about them mining, it's about them arguing about who has the sharpest pickaxe <laughs> and having this random person try to solve it for them doesn't really have that compelling narrative hook. He should write a song about the, about the pie. I mean, maybe he already is. <laughs> my, my, this is a fish and pie. <laughs> I was thinking this American pie, too. <laughs> <laughs> he right, so the night moves him. on. Some of you go to sleep. Some of you pass out. Uh, when the I up. am sprawled partially naked in the middle of the camp. <laughs> okay. Uh, so morning comes. Uh, long uh, Bentwood is half naked in the middle of the camp, sleeping dangerously close to the fire, especially considering he is half made of wood. <laughs> Sweethorn is completely naked. Yeah. He sleeps that naked, is- so that's normal. 
Oh my, what happened last night? Oh, it was a heck of a party. Just look at Bentwood over there. By the time you guys wake up, uh, the dwarves are already awake. Uh, you, you wake up to the smell of venison being reheated over the fire. Ah, look who finally got up! Well, he's definitely not talking about cinnamon. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're talking to all of you. Yeah, yeah, cinnamon's asleep. Uh, well, then they're not. They're definitely not talking about Sweethorn. <laughs> yeah, guys, we're not. Mm. Bentwood rolls over and he spills a little bit of the whatever was left in his tankard on himself, and that wakes him up. <laughs> oh God! Uh, I'm up. B- Boger comes over. Ah, there's your elf half making an appearance. Can't hold your yeah. beard. Uh, no. And he just lays down. Uh, ben would you... Right, he, he, uh, Boger, like, picks you up. Alright, we've got a dwarven miracle cure that'll get that right out of your system. Is it dirt? Is it what? You cut out for a second. Is it, is it, is it dirt? Not entirely. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he he goes over to their their supplies carts, uh, and he he pulls out a tanker, uh, and he like tosses the well he he pulls out a tanker, pours a little bit of ale into it, uh, and then pulls out a bunch of different pouches. Uh, there's a little dirt that gets mixed in. Uh, there's a few powders. There's some water. He cracks an egg in there. Uh, and he just kind of sloshes it all around. All right, now hold your nose and just drink it all down. It's going to taste like piss. But in about an hour, you'll be feeling good as new. I'll drink that. And then he chugs it down. All right, you you chug it down. Uh, it is probably the most vile thing you've ever tasted. Uh, and the dirt makes it extra gritty in your mouth, too. And you, uh, you, you barely manage to swallow it all down without puking. There you go, there you go. Down the hatch. I'll feel right as rain after a little bit of rain and the spade. The what? I don't know. I just heard words that rhymed in my head. I just uh, threw a bunch together. Right. Well, let's get some food in that stomach of yours and uh, I'll be feeling good. So they they, they serve you all a little bit of the, the leftover venison to start off the morning. Uh, they all each have another tankard of ale and offer one to each of you as well. Cinnamon still has his from last night. Oh, okay. Well, then you can have that. <laughs> Nothing like a good nip of ale to start the day. Oh, where are you folks heading to anyway? Latalak Zara. Ah, the great tree. It's mighty nice. Aye. Uh, if you want, we can travel with you to at least to the fork. We're going to be going in a different direction, but no reason we can't be companionable until then. That sounds like great. Our friend here, the guy with the loot who can't play worth the damn, has never seen the tree, so we're taking him to see it because it's a sight to be seen. 
Oh, that it is, laddie. Uh, and one of the dwarves walks over and slaps Sweethorn on the back. Stretches as far as the eye can see, tall into the sky. Flowers are blooming at the top, are beautiful. Ah, I know I'm a mountain boy at heart, but even for me, my breath's taken away by the sight of that tree. Something non-water, it's pretty nice. No. Got a few underground lakes you might be interested in, Lassie. Do you now? Aye, underground water. Got a different quality. It's uh, a little more minerally, because it's just sitting there in the, the minerals. Well, my uh, my interest has been piqued. I, I will nice and earthy. If you ever find yourselves in the Winter Hills, then come give us a look. Yeah, yeah I think I will once we're, once we're done with all this. Well, we best get going. If uh, this, this one, he points to, points to Bentwood. If this one doesn't start walking soon, that stuff's going to eat a hole in his stomach. Literally. That, so we should is, one, <laughs> that is one of the last things I want. Let's get going, gang. All right, so you you set out in the morning. Uh, you start walking, and about an hour later, Bentwood, you you feel pretty good. As you as you start walking, you feel like you're going to die. You have like a full <laughs> body hangover, and just everything hurts. Every step uh, is angry. Oh, you, that I should drink this much. As you walk, and like your stomach starts to empty out, and whatever it was they gave you starts to filter through your system. You feel you feel pretty good. Mm. Oh, Bogart, that that stuff was. I feel phenomenal. I told you it would work. The secrets, the dirt. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't. I don't deny it. I'm not gonna knock it. Uh, about two hours into the morning, you come to a fork of the path, and the doors go. Well, seems like this is where we're going to be parting ways. I'll definitely look you up if we're ever in our in the Winter Hills or uh You said oh, yeah. that, right? Yeah, Winter Hills. Well, we're <laughs> usually around there. Sometimes once or twice a year we go out on a mining expedition, but uh just ask around. Everyone there knows Boger, Hoger, Joger, and Walsh. <laughs> uh, no. uh, that go ahead, that is definitely something we will do. I, I I actually look forward to, to hanging out with you again, and maybe you should you could teach me how to make that stuff so that because that is, uh, I can see that coming handy in the future. It's an old dwarven secret. You're gonna have to earn that recipe. Well, I relish the challenge. Hey, <laughs> uh, Boger gives uh, Bentwood a big hug as they set out. Uh, the dwarves shake all of your hands. Uh, and as as they set out, the, the dwarves go down the path. And Boger turns to the others. I told you I had the sharpest pickaxe. Like, ah, shut up, you arsehole. I uh, <laughs> as they, they head off. They're a nice bunch. That was fun. Only one of the few nice things we've run into in this uh, trip, to be honest. Uh, so you, you guys start heading down your the other fork. Uh, and after a few hours of traveling... Uh, the the path starts. Uh, you come to another clearing, 
uh, and there's a big lake in front of you. Not big, not as not as not quite as big as the lake at the foot of the of the rising falls. Decent sized lake, uh, and you see a sign that says "The Lake of Only Two Things," uh, and you hear a voice out in the water. Help! Help! And you can look, and you see there's a guy splashing in the water. Well, this is uh my time to shine, I would suppose. Okay. I was, I was going to go try to jump in that lake, because uh, she likes swimming. Yeah, alright. So you run in, and you jump into the water. Uh, the the other three of you, uh, you, so the lake has like a little bit of a beach. Most of it is just, uh, it's sort of like depression in the in the water uh, in the land but there's a little bit of a sandy beach that you can run down uh so Aya runs down and dives into the water uh and as she as she dives in you watch as the guy suddenly goes woof and just starts getting pushed towards shore as if like he's on a jet ski or something uh and just gets thrown out and just rolls out onto the sand Aya, you- I did <laughs> What'd you say, Eric? I said, I did it! Uh, well, you're underwater, like, you dive in, and you surface to look for him, and you don't see him. And you think, yo, you must have accidentally overshot him, and you turn around. Uh, you're, like, only 20 feet out, and you see him on the little shore. He goes, oh, 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 thank goodness! Oh, finally! So, so you could swim out this whole time? Oh! <laughs> Uh, it a, sounds like someone could use a hand out there. <laughs> uh, so, Aya, what are you doing? Hey, buddy, I, I got no problem with jumping into water, but, you know, if you're calling for help and then you're just going to swim right out, kind of a waste of my time, don't you think? Oh, I'm free! I'm free! Uh, the guy stands up. You can see he's like pale. Everything like from the neck down, you can see his arms are sticking, are just like totally raisined. There's a there's a bag sitting on the sand. Uh, and he picks it up. <laughs> I'm finally free! And he starts stumbling away up the beach towards the path. How, how long? How long were you? Wait. Oh, okay. It's a really rude way to talk about water. Uh, so, Aya, what are you doing? Uh, I'm, I'm going to swim around. I'm, I'm kind of comfy in the water. Okay. It's been a little while. I really wanted to swim in that ponds before, and no one would. And I, the, the fairies were annoying, so I couldn't. Right. Uh, so, what are the rest of you doing while Aya swims around? Uh, we're going to go. I'm going to try and catch up to that guy. Like That seems odd that, you know, he'd be. I'm a little pissed off that he thrashing around out there for help and then doesn't actually need it. Okay. Uh, so you go and run and catch up with him. It's not hard. He's not moving very fast. Yeah. I'll, uh, I'll be riding on his back still. Okay. <laughs> uh, as you're as you're getting closer to him, he actually like sits down on the side of the path. Uh, oh, I need to rest. Uh. Uh, um, sir, that's, that's quite rude and actually extremely dangerous what you just did there. What? Look um, out! You, He's you, getting away. 
um, you you're splashing about and calling for help, and then my friend she she goes to help you, and then you you just get out, and then walk away, and just not even a thank you or a sorry. I had that's, to get away. I was I was trapped. Your friend rescued me. Ugh. I just need um, to get away from the water. I need to sit. Oh. I've been treading water for days. How many? How, wait, what? I, I, the lake. Uh, this this is the lake of two things, right? Yeah. There's only two things in the lake. One of them's the lake. <laughs> so wait a second. So, there, there has to be two things in the lake. There's always two things in the lake. I got here. There was there was another guy who was calling for help in the water. I, I threw my bag to him because it kind of floats. And as soon as my bag was in the water, he got shot out like I just did. And then he just ran off. So I went in to get my bag. And as soon as I got waist deep, my bag got shot out and I was stuck. <laughs> are, they um, close, are they saying this close enough that I'm no. in earshot? Okay. Oh, he's splashing around in the water. Yeah. Um, someone should let Aya know that she can never leave the lake unless something else gets put in. <laughs> uh, I, I go up to the, to the shore of the lake and I call out, Aya, how's the water? Beautiful. Think, it is, think, it's really clear. You think you'll be a while? Oh uh, yeah, you know, I'm. It's been a bit. I, you know, we we kind of need to commune with water. Uh, give me a little bit. I mean, like if you need to, if we have to leave, I'll get out. But give me a bit. Uh, all right. I, I think I think everything's I think everything's fine. I turn back. She she's good That's for a little while. Let's, let's uh let's not worry here. You know you, you're right. She it's been a while. She's had a rough day dealing with well a rough few days dealing with water monsters and. Mean fairies. <laughs> it's my two least favorite things. Yeah. Unless you put something else in that water, she's not leaving. I uh, I somehow don't think that's going to be an issue for her. But I mean, really, all we need to do is find something else to put in the in the lake. That's you said your bag counted, so. I mean, we could get a rock or a log or. Well, it can't, it can't be lake things. <laughs> like, if it's if it's things that would be in a lake, like rocks, that does that doesn't work. I I tried that. Someone someone threw a rock to me and it didn't work. And then then they just left. <laughs> they just left. <laughs> <laughs> wow, there's just a lot of assholes in this forest. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of assholes everywhere. That's that's uh, a valid point. I mean, you'd think a place called the Eversummer Wood would attract a higher, a higher caliber of person. <laughs> well, I mean, it's really, you know, it's a, it's a beginner area. You don't get the really experienced people around here. <laughs> I know, but even for a beginner area, it's, a, it's an enchanted fucking wonderland, you know? <laughs> uh, yeah, but th- exactly. I mean, everyone comes to the Ever Summer Wood. 
you're, you're going to get a fair share of assholes. As he says that, I'm going to take his bag and just throw it back into the water. What? What are you doing? Uh, make a strength check. You're not very close to the water right now. Oh. <laughs> he like went a few, a little ways down the, not too far. Like you're close, but it's not just like a little chuck. So no, I did not do very well at all. <laughs> so, you throw his bag, but you throw it wrong, and it just opens up and just, <laughs> falls, out and just falls out. Well, wait, 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 wait! I didn't crit fail. I mean, I, I, I think I would more kind of accept that I went to throw it and I hit the tree right in front of us. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Yeah, okay. You, you just kind of grab it and turn to throw it and just like, whoosh, and it just smacks into a tree. Ooh. Hey. You're, oh. What are you doing? That's my stuff. Oh, I'm so sorry, Fern. I didn't mean to hit you with that. <laughs> oh, That's another Fern. Honestly, it just kind of feels nice to be acknowledged. <laughs> it's the tree talking. I, yeah, I, I pet the side of him where I hit him with the bag. And I, I, I am so sorry. I didn't mean that. I was uh, aiming for the water. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm not the water. <laughs> I'm, a, uh, I'm a tree. You're a tree. Uh, the, the, guy, the guy scrambles over and grabs his bag and is now like clutching it to his stomach. <laughs> you're a bunch of assholes, too. Hey, I, well, I mean, we never claimed we were in bag ever do to you. I don't know. I just kind of wanted to see Aya's reaction as she got propelled out of the water as the bag landed in there. I mean, she was just going to jump back in anyway. <laughs> I would, I would leave, but. I'm still really tired from treading water. Huh. It does a little leap out of the water and splashes right back. Well, I don't know. She can't completely leave it, right? Yeah, so Aya, you go to, like, swim up and, like, leap out of the water, and you, you propel yourself up, and you get, like, waist high out of the water, and then you just get, mm-hmm. like, Grab like you just stop and you're like and you fall back into the water. That was weird. I guess I didn't go fast enough. <laughs> Did you try again? That yeah. surface tension is a bitch. And you you try again. You go even faster, uh, and you you break the surface. And again, it, it gets to your waist. And it just grabs you and holds you tight, and you fall back down. Oh, what what in Poseidon's name is happening? I don't know oh, if we, I, uh, uh, we do Poseidon here, but I just said it, so here we are. <laughs> hey, hey uh, Aya. I think your lake is broken. Uh, no, oh, it's just the lake of two things. What? It, it's it's the lake of two things. There have to be two things in it at all times. And All right, uh, so I'm in here, and what else? The the water and the regular lake things that they apparently count as one thing. Why why does a lake count as being in a lake? I don't know. I don't make the rules. <laughs> Didn't so, you see the sign? Yeah, but 
it's a lake. The 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 lake is itself. Like that's like saying that what's in this box? Oh, the inside of the box is inside the box. Well, you're not wrong. The inside of the box is inside of the box. Yeah, but you don't you don't count that. Like like if you if you're shipping something and they say what's in this box, you'd say like pears. You wouldn't say the inside of a box and pears. Why are you arguing with the lake? <laughs> I mean, your logic is sound, and I really can't find a way to argue with you about it. <laughs> Although I want to. So what now? So what now? Having a semantic argument about the name of the lake rather than trying to find a way to get Aya out of it. <laughs> now, now look, this this guy who you who you rescued, he was trapped in the lake, and. Uh, he he said that uh, the last guy he threw his bag in, and when the bag got thrown in, the guy got propelled out. So all we have to do is find something that doesn't count as either you or the lake. <laughs> the category of things that apparently count as the lake. <laughs> so throw the guy's bag in again. Throw him in. What? Okay, you you really are a bunch of assholes. Well, we never said we weren't. What's gonna happen to me? I give you a chance. You just dove in. Yeah, I was being a hero. Yeah, you you looked like you were drowning, man. I think you're the asshole here. You should have said, "Help me!" But don't come in here. I I was trying to lure you guys <laughs> over. The, like I said, the last time someone just threw a rocket and left. I was trying to get you a little closer so I could explain the situation. But uh, your your friend there just dove in head first, literally. Why would he throw a rock to a person who was drowning? <laughs> I, I wasn't drowning. He was, you know, we, we explained there's the lake of two things. And so he's like, oh, here's the thing. And he threw in a rock and it didn't work. And he was like, well, bye. And he just left. <laughs> I still... So so, so then you, you just decided to yell and not tell what was going on. You just decided to act like you were drowning and... Let me jump in? I'm offended. As uh, a representative of water, I and by proxy the lake are offended. I mean, if anything, the lake's the real asshole here. Okay, now I'm even more offended. Don't I, call bodies of water assholes in front of nymphs. It, it, it's trapped. It's just it's trapped me for days. And now your friend's trapped. All right. Let me... Why don't we throw Sweethorn's apple corer into the lake? <laughs> I was just going to go... You wouldn't dare. How else would I core my apples? <laughs> I was just going to grab Sweethorn's loot and throw it in the lake. <laughs> no, don't do that. Yeah, then I... <laughs> uh, so I'll, I'll go over to Sweethorn. And I'll I'll put my hand on his shoulder, and I'll look deep into his eyes, and I'll give him the the big kitten face uh, with the with the uh, wide dewy eyes, and I say, "You were getting so good at this whole rescuing damsels in distress thing." <laughs> You're saying that I need to rescue Aya. You're Even the one with my name. You're the one with the apple core. You're right. 
and and Sweethorn uh, sets his bag down, takes a deep breath, and then runs into the lake. And as soon as he gets away, <laughs> Aya, you just get like thrust. You're just getting pushed out of the water, uh, and you just hit the sand and tumble out. And now Sweethorn standing waist like waist deep in the water. Oh, I shouldn't have done that. I shouldn't have done that. These pants are satin. <laughs> Sweethorn, before you throw it, you should probably core your last apple. Oh, Sweethorn, I should have thrown the apple corer in. Oh my god! Oh I'm, boy! I'm go- Oh my god. Uh, I I need to walk away. <laughs> Alright. I think I know uh, how... I thought you were just admiring my apple corer. It's a very nice apple corer. You, you, you have to pay more attention, Sweethorn. I, <laughs> I was telegraphing that to you pretty hard. <laughs> I'm so, I got so wrapped up in saving my third damsel in distress, I, I didn't think. Well, no, you you did that. You saved the damsel, but now you know you're the damsel, and and the rest of us have to save you. So, uh, here, here here's a simple here's a simple solution. I, I just jump back in because you you don't mind being in the water. You're fine, right? You can tread water all day, every day. And then, Sweethorn, when you get out, you just throw the apple core in. It leaps oh, back God. into the water. <laughs> Alright, I dodge back into the water. And Sweetheart says, Well, wait, what? As he just gets to the shore. He he doesn't land his grace. Like, he just gets, like, thrust up face first. He just gets a mouthful of sand. And he he stands up. Oh, man, you really. Why did one of you just throw the apple corner in? We're just making extra steps now. I got to go back in water. I love it. Once, as long as I could get out afterwards. Why don't I just throw the apple core in now? <laughs> Sweethorn uh, digs through his bag and pulls out his apple core. Uh, and as you pull it out, you see again, it's like a sterling silver with a gilded edge apple core. Diamond bladed. Yeah. It's like the most ostentatious thing you've ever seen. And he takes it out. <sighs> Goodbye, sweet prince. Uh, and he, he puts it over his shoulder. He's about to throw it. He goes, what? He's made it. He puts the apple core back in his bag and takes out an apple. And then <laughs> throws the apple in. Uh, and as soon as the, the apple... water flies out of the lake. <laughs> the lake flies out of the lake. Uh, <laughs> apple lands in the water. Aya, you get whoosh thrust what? off. I, yeah. I realized I didn't have to throw away my apple corer if I threw away my apple. Ugh, that's thinking like an adventurer. I gotta say, yeah, you, you got the practicality in you, son. I I appreciate that. You know, as as we were discussing it, and he was about to do it, I was thinking to myself. Are we just setting up a trap for somebody to go in to get that beautiful apple core and then getting themselves then stuck in the lake? Are you are you saying I should throw the apple core in to lure someone else? No, no, no. no. That would definitely make us the assholes. Uh, the guy you pulled out. You already are the assholes. Shut up before I throw you back in there. Uh, he he starts running away, but really slowly because his legs are super tired. 
<laughs> Cinnamon, but, after him! <laughs> but what good is the apple corer if you don't have any apples anymore? <laughs> this point. is a I'll conundrum. Right I'm go get that. If I throw the apple corer in, then I'd get the apple back, but then I wouldn't have an apple corer. I can't eat an apple without my apple corer, because what would I do with the core? No, I'll keep the apple corer in the hopes that I find some balls that I can core with it later. Oh, thank God. I was really worried that you were going to break him just there. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like we've reached a real milestone here today. <laughs> yeah, we've actually found some rude water. That's a first for me. Uh, and you guys notice you're a lot closer to Tola Oxara now. It's so like you're in this clearing by the lake, and the tree is ahead of you, and it just fills the sky. It's massive and gorgeous. But you're you're probably about a day out from the tree now. Well, we're getting very close. Not too long Good. now, sweetheart. Oh, goody, I can't wait to see it. I've heard such wonderful things. Did you know that it's shady underneath it? Yeah, that's, um, I mean, I hadn't specifically heard that, but, you know, I kind of figured. Wow, it's shady beneath the tree. I yes. would have never guessed. It's fascinating. It, it is fascinating. I, I can't wait to see it. Oh. I'm sorry, is it wrong to rev my motorcycle? <laughs> that was James revving his motorcycle. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what it was. It sounded like a motorcycle. Yeah, it, was, it was James revving his motorcycle. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, so, yeah, sorry, guys. Yeah. I'm on the way to the store. Stop it, James. You're still doing it. <laughs> is it. Is it still doing it? No, it oh, stopped. Motorcycle off. James, here's a here's a tip. Don't hit the fucking afterburner when we're recording. <laughs> we apologize to anyone listening with headphones. I, I'm sorry. I guess I was uh, I was on the way to the store, and I, the only vehicle I had available was my motorcycle. <laughs> Why did it only start now? Um, I, I was done shopping, and I was getting ready to go home. So you played this entire game while you were shopping at the store? Well, yeah. I mean, what, okay. what, when, else, when else would I have time to play? <laughs> I mean, it's supposed to be social distancing, so you probably shouldn't have spent like two and a half hours wandering around the store talking loudly. <laughs> I but, hope you, you know, were wearing a mask. It, well, I, then you guys wouldn't be able to hear me if I was wearing a mask. <laughs> oh, okay. See, this, this is bad, James. All right. Well, I think we're going to call it there because I don't have anything else to do uh, for this game. So, no, in actuality, uh, my set kind of got caught, so I think I pulled the cord out. Yeah. All right. So let's do some. Your ec- the, we're getting an echo. Yeah. Is that for me? Is that for, I'm thinking that's for James. Yeah. I don't have my headset anymore. you now, James? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So there we go. James, just mute, and then we'll be good. All right. So yeah. Uh, so first, you could all get one heroism because you you all did really well. Eric, I'm going to give you one more for role-playing Aya just leaping into the water without thinking and then getting trapped for a bit. Yeah. 
and now let's do some experience. So I have uh, to give mine to Ryan for eating the the pixie. <laughs> oh, I'm okay. sorry. Yeah, well, I well, skipped over. Then yeah, so we'll do nominations. So you each get one, and then Eric, you give yours to Ryan. Yeah. Yay! Anyone else? Oh, are we doing it now? Um, I'll, give, I'm... I'll give mine to Eric for the second time he dove into the the uh, lake. <laughs> Not the first. No, no. After he got expelled and then jumped in the second time, sat him. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna give mine to James for getting drunk with the dwarves. Never a good idea for an elf. No, no. <laughs> no respect. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna give mine to Chris for being his very slothy self and for getting the moths to distract the fairies so we can swap them. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I was also really expecting you to be like, maybe we should drop the dragons and when we were at the pond or something, or when there was a good ways after we had that conversation. Hmm. I'm just I'm just sad I didn't get to work soup in a second time. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's always more time for soup. Was there um, anything okay. at the fairy pond? I, must, I I need to know. No. There's, there's no like, oh, okay. treasure or anything there. Just a bunch of fairies. We'll just Ooh, make we're... a map and mark it with a big question mark. <laughs> <laughs> but the fairies have granted us a wish. Uh, Maybe. I hadn't Ooh. thought of it. Honestly, I planned nothing for this game. I went to a random encounter generator and just kept clicking reset to get ideas for stuff. So... Um, I, I mean, I knew you were going to hit the fairy pond and the lake. But You're giving away our secrets. No, I'm sorry. I'll give you away my <laughs> secret of not planning anything. <laughs> I I really I really enjoyed uh, um, Hoger, Choger, Joger, and Walsh. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, one uh, of the I things did... that came up was a band of dwarves arguing about who has the sharpest pickaxe. I'm like, yeah, that sounds like dwarves. I'll do that. <laughs> <laughs> I had fun getting very drunk with them. Okay. Well, I'm glad I'm glad you guys enjoyed it. Uh, so, yeah, that's the end of Episode 3 of Sweethorn's Big Adventure. Uh, next week, or next time, we'll actually get to Tola Oxara. I like how Sweethorn is, like, slowly get doing things actually in a fairly competent way. <laughs> uh, so I will ask you guys... Uh, I'm going to say Sweethorn has kind of leveled up. So all of his stats right now are at minus one. Which of his stats would you like to see become zero? Strength, agility, mind, attack, or defense? I think we should probably go with agility so you can avoid attacks better. Yeah, that makes sense. That would be defense. Yeah, I was about to say we should probably put it in defense. Oh. Yeah, then, yes. Okay. Right, right. I'm thinking of defense and armor, not defense. Okay. Well, I mean, you're, you're I confused myself. Yes, yes. No, yes, yeah. I, I realize that. Never worry about me. We just keep buffing his defense. It turns out he's not a bard. He's a paladin. <laughs> <laughs> he's multi-classing. He's he's tank. <laughs> Hello, I am Sweethorn. 
<laughs> or he could be he could be a bard barbarian. He's a bard barbarian. I like it. All right. Uh, so before we uh, ask Craig to leave, anyone have any last will thoughts? Guess not. All right. No. See you guys <laughs> later.